0: Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show. And I'm so excited to have my next guest and friend on with me to share her story. And we have Anouk Gottlieb, who is the CEO of an incredible brand called Belgian Boys. And I know you have seen it. In fact, I sometimes get to go to the Dry Bar, another female founded company um, that I love so much. And they've got a little sample in in there that I've had over the years, too. But Belgian Boys is a Brooklyn based company out of originally Belgium. Uh, But uh, we'll get into that with the nuke in just a minute. But they have these amazing European treats and goodies that are available everywhere. And uh, Anouk is the CEO. Her husband, who is amazing, Greg, is, uh, is the founder of the company, sort of the opposite of the Karen Theo show uh, with Hint, so to speak. But she started her career in fashion and design and working at major brands like Zach Posen, Donna Morgan. And in 2015, her husband, Greg, came up with an idea to bring their favorite childhood suites from Belgium to the States. And Anouk decided to help run this company because, like her husband... She really wanted to add a little bit of joy to people's lives with these amazing nostalgic treats that so many people think of from Europe, from Belgium, etc. But Belgian Boys was named to the Inc. 5000 list as the fastest growing, one of the fastest growing private companies in America and was in the top 50 of all food and beverage companies as well. And Anouk recently was named to the EY Entrepreneurial Winning Women Program, class of 2021, which I was uh, so proud to have nominated her for that. And um, so, so great. And if you are an entrepreneur, uh, female entrepreneur. And you haven't heard about the women, Winning Women program. I was part of that program in 2012 and, and uh, went on to become one of the entrepreneurs of the year later on. But uh, the 20 in our class of 2012, some amazing women. And every year they pull really, really great people doing great things in every industry throughout North America. So anyway, very excited to have you here, Anouk.
1: And uh, we're really excited to get going. So welcome, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for that intro. That was very exciting to hear. Also, um, thank you for inspiring me too, Kara. Like you're a huge inspiration for, for me. You, I mean, you are huge in CPG, everything you built, you, you, you built it with your husband. This is something that is very, very dear to my heart as well. So just being here on your podcast, Still, like pinch me, please, uh, because it feels uh, surreal. But it's very exciting, and I'm very, I'm very happy to have the opportunity to to be talking to you today.
0: So great. So let's talk first about growing up. So you're you're from Belgium. You're from Antwerp, right?
1: Correct. Correct. Yes. So I grew up in uh, Antwerp, Belgium. It's uh, one of the major cities in in Belgium. Now, major cities in Belgium is not like major cities in the U.S. It's it's quite tiny. I actually grew up in the same town as Greg. We're from the same community, but we differ five years. Uh, so when uh, he graduated high school, I was still like 13 years old. Anyways, I, I grew up in the community. I uh, then went on and studied fashion design in Israel um, and came to New York uh, to work in fashion. Um, at that time greg uh he went to brandeis to Boston, uh in Boston and was bringing you know for himself to enjoy the waffles the cookies that that we grew up with in Belgium i uh, was doing the same in Israel, just bringing those waffles those cookies in America, he's like, his American friends were like, oh my God, this is good. Next time your mom comes, can she bring that one with the caramel, with the chocolate, getting specific about what they wanted him to bring back? At the end of his degrees, he was just going empty suitcases and full suitcases back. Um, and so he's like, Hey, maybe, you know, maybe there's an idea here. I actually met Greg on a plane from Belgium to New York, uh, when I came here for fashion And he was talking about this and I said, well, you know, this is a great idea, but you know, we can't just take a waffle on a wrap, you know, like wrapper and put it on the shelf in the U S we gotta, we gotta tell a story. We gotta create, create something, you know, different than just, you know, I mean, a waffle in Belgium is a commodity, right? So just tell the story, make, you know, clothes for our beautiful waffles, uh, and, and, and say what we're all about here for the U.S. market. And that's really how the idea kind of started.
0: How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well-written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. Love it. So so before that, you were in the fashion industry at major brands like Zach Posen and Donna Morgan, entrepreneurs in and of, you know, themselves. What did you learn in that industry? I mean, first of all, were you drawn to work for them I would imagine not just because of their design, but because of the story of why they were doing what they were doing. Can you share a yes, little bit more about definitely, that?
1: Definitely. I think, you know, fashion is something that that I grew up with also in Belgium. Um, my parents were in fashion, more, you know, garments, but um, it's something that I grew up with uh, at school. Also, I was very like creative, always drawing and 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 designing i took sewing classes and for me it was like okay this is what i'm going to do i'm going to create something out of nothing right like literally you have a piece of paper you have a pencil and you draw something and a few months later you have a garment that is something that these fashion designers are able to really like conceptualize and and see like you see a collection being born out of nothing, right? And I think both in, in both, uh, fashion industries, uh, fashion labels that I was also, I also worked in Belgium actually at, um, at the fashion designer for the royal family of Belgium. I remember it was very like Devil Wears Prada. One day, um, the now queen came in and and she, she was hungry and I needed to run. And it was very like, Whoa! it was really like in the movie. But uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from that experience. It gave me a lot of, I think, tools. Uh, that I apply still today, understanding how the design concept goes, correlates to business understanding when you even talk to a creative director today, I actually not only understand what, what, what we want, but what it will take from a step-by-step kind of perspective to actually do it. I, I used to do all the packaging design for Belgian boys before I became the CEO. So I, I have a really deep understanding and that does come from the fashion. Fashion design works. Um, You know, fashion is a very tough industry, I want to say. Very, yeah, it's fashion. I think that when I came into CPG, I found an industry that is so... To me, it fits more with me and who I am as a person. It's very friendly. It's much less, I want to say, there is competition for sure, but everybody wants you to succeed. I feel in the CPG industry, everybody wants like rooting for you. And and it's a warm industry that I think is different from my experience uh, with fashion.
0: That's so interesting because, I mean, CPG is just, it's so competitive. I mean, it's... Uh, same with the drinks industry is so competitive, but fashion is, tech is. I mean, there's so many industries. I think people have asked me over the years and founding Hint, like, you know, how did you decide to go into a competitive industry? You, like me, you jump into the fire, right? And you figure it out and it's hard, but you came from heart too. So I think it's uh, more than anything, the um, the challenge is... there's challenges in every single industry. So it's uh, what you guys have done to really bring something amazing to the forefront is really, really great. So how have you, what's been the most surprising thing in in launching Belgian
1: Boys for you? I think the biggest, I want to say surprising or, or even the biggest learning we had is that, you know, I was explaining to how the brand started, the origin story. We we found we had this nostalgia that we had for our authentic treats. And that's why we decided to bring them. And everything in our communication strategy or everything we built was really rooted in European tradition. We were like, oh, when you travel to Amsterdam. Now, over time, we kind of realized that our consumer, they don't even know where Belgium is. Like some of them don't know that. And you know what? We were actually complicating things in that. And we simplified it especially with COVID, you know, we're a happy brand. We're an indulgent brand. When you have a bad day, that waffle is going to make you smile. And that's what we're all about. We make a living making people happy. We simplified it. I will give you an example, our Belgian waffle. It used to be named the Liege waffle. Liege is the city where it's authentically made, the Belgian waffle, the tradition. We gave our consumer the feeling of being stupid for 4.99 on the shelf because they were picking it up and they were like, "Liège waffle." They put it back, and like that's a horrible feeling to give to somebody for four ninety nine. You feel stupid just because you don't understand what it means. We simplified it: traditional Belgian waffles. Sales went up. It's all went back to who our consumer is and what they stand for, and what it is that we bring or spark in them. And that's really been the most I want to say surprising, but it's also biggest learning that what our brand really started from like joe and jane in california can't relate to the authenticness of a stroopwafel that greg and i have or a belgian waffle that greg and i have Like we did not grow up with this so how do we translate this and it's by bringing just delicious product that is rooted in that you know know-how but the fact that it's made over there is it's not the key selling point like it used to be. It's on the back. It's just about the quality, the ingredients. That's our brand promise.
0: This episode of the Kara Golden Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 2022 is here and New Year's goals and resolutions are underway. We all want to rock it this year, especially after the crazy couple of years that we've all had. But is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp can connect you with a licensed professional counselor quickly and easily in a safe, private online space too. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's a professional counseling done securely online, and it is available worldwide. You can connect with a therapist in under 48 hours and send a message at any time of the day. I want you to make this the best year yet and start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash Kara Golden. That's BetterHelp.com slash Kara Golden. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, hel com slash Kara Golden. That's Golden with an I. This episode of the Kara Golden Show is brought to you by FunJet Vacations. You know, one of my favorite feelings in the world is being on vacation and forgetting what day it is. That's when you know you are ready for this time away. After a crazy work year, it's time to stop and take the time now that you need and deserve and make some new memories. Maybe that's with family or friends, or maybe you'll meet some new people on your getaway. So this is where FunJet Vacations come in. It's your one-stop shop for all of your vacation needs, including the flights, hotels, transfers, and those fun excursions you will wanna take along the way. It's super fast and easy to book too. And you can pick from hundreds of destinations like the Caribbean, Mexico, Hawaii, Las Vegas, or Florida. FunJet Vacations has delivered friendly, reliable service for over 45 years too giving you the peace of mind you need to make your vacation with them. For a limited time, my listeners can use promo code FJ50 for $50 off your next FunJet vacation. Get more moments that are fun expected. Surprise yourself with where you could go at funjet.com or call your local travel advisor. Again, get $50 off your next FunJet vacation when you use the promo code FJ50. Restrictions apply. You know, it's interesting because the first time I saw it, it's an aspirational brand, right? And I think that that's the thing that can you take people to a place where they feel, uh, even if they haven't been, even if they have no idea where Belgian really is, I think that it makes them feel like they can be a part of something and it tastes good too. So I think like that's the key thing that I saw in in that so how was it in in getting you know your original product on the shelf so many entrepreneurs come up to me uh what was your first store that you got the product into
1: oh gosh the first store um well i i think i can't even remember the first store i like in in say i think it was oh my god i think we had a really good first partnership it was with whole foods uh, mid-atlantic which we're still in, uh, of course. And we had a great partnership there. But getting the product into store for us it was really those trade shows, which you know, I know you know all these trade shows, Expo West, which oh, we're going to be in uh, in March and very excited about that going back to the trade shows. I think usually, or, or the biggest thing that I learned from all these buyers meetings is that in the beginning, when we went into to a meeting, it was like, hey, here's our line. Here's everything we do. And under the, the the under the table you kind of cross your fingers and you're like, I hope they pick one or two and, and let's see what it goes. And I think over time we really learn that that's not how it's done. You actually want to solve something for your retail partner. You need to present to the partner what is good for them, what is the item that you know what, every day my product is not in your store, you're actually losing money from your incremental sales. And that kind of changed the discussion. And and I think from, from the trade show, it's like, you know, you're there one year, um, Target sees you, you're there a second year, Target sees you again. Third year, they're like, oh my God, your brand's still alive? Sure, you're, come on, let's give it a shot. Let's try it out. And then it's about setting up the strategy that's going to be long-term and long-term success because we've been there. We said yes to a retailer that was, too early, to be honest, with the wrong item, in the wrong placement, in the wrong set. And when the new buyer came a year later, he was like, oh, I love your brand. I love what you guys do. But what are you doing in my aisle? And you know what? I couldn't say, yeah, I was like, yeah, sure. We need to be somewhere else. I agree with you. But that has been like our biggest learning. And what we've done now or what we're very methodical about is, okay, let's incubate, scale, Learn how these retailers work on a smaller scale, and then we scale it like really more methodical, more strategic. And that has been core to our strategy um, in the in the last two three years, and and where we've seen a lot of success. I want to say,
0: well, you've done such a great job. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I also share with entrepreneurs. Somebody had told me early on: if you get into a retailer, make sure you're ready you know, if you get kicked out of a retailer, you know, you'll never get back in. And that's just not true. And I know many people who have run incredible brands over the years, and uh, they've been kicked out uh, of stores at certain points, and then a new buyer comes in and, and you get another shot at it, too. So I think it's another really important thing for people to know that, you just have to figure out how to keep moving forward and diversify and uh, all those things because your new opportunities will come,
1: but you just sometimes have to be willing to go out and find those. I agree and, and really acknowledge that what you're doing is solving something for the retailer, like bringing that consumer in that they're having a harder time to convince or, or just adding that those dollars to their basket. And that's, I think key to it once you understand that and you're not like oh yeah please do me a favor put my store my product in the shelf and let's see how it goes yeah it takes time but it's it's a learning that that I've had over the years I think I love it so you mentioned target when you were describing so
0: you have some exciting news coming up can you share a little bit about that with target
1: Yes. Oh my God. So we launched at Target our breakfast, our crepes and pancakes. We launched them in June of 2021 in the super Target. Now, if you think about it, what do, what do most Americans eat for breakfast? Most Americans eat eggs and sausage, eggs and bacon. That's the most common breakfast in America. When we started, our business, people told us froze, like breakfast is sold frozen. Like you need to sell crepes and pancakes and waffles in the frozen area. And so we did. And at Target, we wanted to test something, something that we have also done at um at Costco and at Walmart now. We are merchandised fresh. We are merchandised in the fresh area of the store. And we tested this very small and we grew this in the last four years. And we are at a point where, I mean, it's exciting because those velocities that we are seeing right now is honestly not something that we have ever seen before. And you know what? I'm proud of that. I'm proud of our team for doing that, for just putting a thesis into practice. This is how those products are merchandised in Europe. This is what we brought to the U.S. consumer. And he's reacting to it very well so in those 200 target stores we're going to be actually in february you will see us on an end cap in 615 target stores which is very very exciting i mean i cannot i i cannot wait to go and walk that target store and see like bright pink shelves and we will be introducing a new item as well there which i tried and our son tried and he approved it he went like thumbs up so we know it's good. It's a French toast and it is phenomenal. Like when I say phenomenal, I, I mean, our bestseller for Belgian boys has not yet even been launched. Like that's how excited I am for this oh, item. That's
0: so great. I'm very, very excited for you. And you said that launches in February? February at Target. That's, oh, that's amazing. That's going to be huge for you guys too. So that's very, very exciting. And is this your biggest launch of all of them in terms of number of stores? Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, for for and and for this year, this is this is really has been our focus. You know, Greg, uh, my husband, he does the product, the innovation, like that's really his sweet spot in the company, and he's like really, really, how do you say, broke every rule to get this product. Not broke every rule, like broke every barrier. Barrier yeah. that's, I sorry, love it. You know, I like, know, but um, to get this product to perfection, to where it is. We've done it on a very, very short timeline in a global pandemic, but it is on the water. Now when we speak, it is on the container. So we're very excited for it to get here and to see it. And it's been a team effort. The team has worked tremendously on this item. So I'm excited to see it. This episode of the Kara Golden Show is brought to you by
0: Wix. When it comes to your brand, first impressions are everything. I know when I go searching for a business, the first thing I notice is what their website looks like. Does it look put together, clean, professional? And does the site work? Can I easily find, and if applicable, buy what I'm looking for? Look, a terrible website can crush your business because it just looks awful. That's where Wix comes in, and it's so easy to use. Wix is the leading drag-and-drop website creation platform where you can build professional-looking websites easily and quickly, Wix is the do-it-yourself for building websites. You can easily get the professional-looking website you've been dreaming of and without the agency price tag. Anyone can use Wix. And the best thing? No coding required. Whether you have an existing website that needs an update, have a new idea for a business, or want to elevate your personal brand with a website, Wix can help you build a site that will be terrific and great tools for SEO and payment solutions to boot. Want to get started? Head over to Wix.com and create your website today. Join over 200 million people already using Wix by going to Wix.com and create your website today. Do you know what that sound means? It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, this episode's sponsor. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is more than a store. It's a way to connect with customers, drive sales, and manage the day-to-day. Whether you are a seasoned founder or just starting out, Shopify gives you everything you need to know to help your company succeed. Shopify is the best when it comes to e-commerce. Everyone I know uses Shopify as the back end of their online store. In fact, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. With Shopify, you can reach customers online and across every major social network too, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and more. The best part is the data Shopify provides. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Go to shopify.com slash Kara for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. That's shopify.com slash Kara. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Kara right now. So supply chain has... Everybody's talking about supply chain and, and you mentioned getting it on the water. I mean, what... What has been the
1: biggest uh challenge for you guys around supply chain? Oh, Garrett, we have no no challenges. You know, I have this like secret ship that is just coming and that I don't share with anybody. I wish, you know, like it is a challenge. What can I say? It is a challenge and and it is it is it's affecting everybody. It's affecting like what did I read this morning? There's a, a cream cheese shortage for bagel shops in New York City. I mean, it is affecting everybody. What I think has been Uh, something or or how we have reacted to it is like just being super resilient and and looking at our business in a different way and accepting that what used to be the right things to do are no longer the right things to do. You You know, your operation and supply chain used to be like an amazing would be if it's very lean and very agile. And now it's like, okay, complexity sometimes add to the output uh, understanding that there are more than two ports in the U.S. that you can import into and really are optimizing there. And we have an amazing operations team. We've made some hires this year, amazing people. And we decided that, you know, before we hire in sales and marketing, we want to have an amazing operations, an amazing supply chain team. And I'm very, very lucky to have these people on our team because they're experts at what they do.
0: I love it. So, do you still do everything in Belgium in terms of production?
1: So, we manufacture in Belgium, France, the Netherlands, and since recently also in Canada on a co branded item.
0: That's awesome. Very, very cool. So, one of the uh, newest partnerships that you announced was Misfits Market. Uh, you and I were talking even before we got started. So, how did that come about? I, I think what I really love about that is just the upcycle of that. And do you want to share a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So basically a Stroopwafel, if you think about it, it's a circle, right? So think about it as you would make it in the kitchen. When you make the circle, there's a lot of like extra around and there's a lot of crumbs and all of that usually goes to waste or or some of it goes to animal feed and it gets repurposed, but a lot of it goes to waste. So what we've done is Again, my husband, I will give him the credit for that because he's a product in in our our team. But um, he took those crumbs and he was like, let's take those and put them into a new stroopwafel. And and if you call it ugly stroopwafel, right? How can we do that? How can we achieve that? And it was really, really hard from an engineer perspective, from an R&D, like it has never been done before. It is the first upcycle stroopwafel to take, a portion of these and and really put them into the new and and that partnership with Misfits. i mean this is a brand we align ourselves with and that we we wanna grow. They're amazing people. I also met uh the founder at the e y event three weeks ago, so it's really cool they're they're just they what they're doing is phenomenal and uh it's exciting to have partners like that
0: that's awesome i I love it and so Belgian boys, how many years now have you been? When did you start Belgium 2015? I started in
1: 2015. Okay. Yes. So it's seven years uh, this year, right? 2020. Crazy. I Crazy. know.
0: It's, it's, I love it. And uh, husband and wife team as well. And uh, lots of, you know, great stuff. Well, I'm so, so excited to see all of your progress and everything that you've done. And where's the best place for people to, find out more about you and Belgian boys, uh, to share a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So I'm on LinkedIn. I know Gottlieb. You can find me there. Um, s- send me a message. Our, uh, product is, uh, nationwide. You can find us. We have a great store locator on our website. If you want to find our product, uh, or on our website, if it is not in a store near you. Amazing. So,
0: well, thank you so much, Anouk, and and for all of your time and all of your lessons and and sharing your journey. Really, really appreciate it. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Anouk is just uh, one of many other CEOs that we've had on the show and will continue to have on the show. And, uh, just great brand that you have built as well. And uh, we are here every Monday and Wednesday on the Kara Golden Show, um, sharing so many different lessons and inspiration from so many. Please subscribe if you haven't already, download the podcast, and then also give us a five-star rating as well on on this episode on any of the platforms that you choose to listen. I'm on Kara Golden all over social with an I. And if you haven't had a chance to read my book, Undaunted, I can't even believe it came out a year ago now, but it really shares a lot of the uh, lessons that I've learned in building Hint as well. And please be sure to pick up. A case of your favorite hint too, and Belgian boys. And I hope you guys all have a terrific week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Thanks for listening.